Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women. Not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey guys. Happy Wednesday out there, besties. That's what I call you if you're a new listener. Uh, welcome to the show. It's Nikki Glazer. Nikki. It's a Nikki Glazer Podcast. Uh, we have such a great show today. How do I know? Because I already taped it. Yes, I'm doing that. I usually do the intro. We always do the show like in time. But today, uh, Andrew had to check out of his hotel. And so I and I was running late because I slept too late. Uh, Because so you're about to hear a great show. That's that's the good news is that I can give you this report uh, ahead. Pete Lee is on the show today. Comedian Pete Lee. We discuss uh, how we fell in love. He was my first love. 
uh, it was probably the deepest love I've ever. F- well, it was it was it was it was the top love I ever felt. It was a young love. It was fast. Um, and now he's one of my very best friends. And it was funny because the other night I saw him at Ben Glebe's party and um, we were talking about we're both going through uh, some pain right now. And we were talking about like um, just like how much we love each other as friends. And we were like, oh, we were so in love then. And this love, the love that we had then was a romantic love. But it is the same love in terms of like just the there's it's so interesting you can have that kind of like obsessive love and then look at someone down the line and be like they're my friend and like it's not it's never like that with us anymore we did it at one point so you'll hear the story of how we got together in a little bit and and how that all happened uh when pete and andrew join us but uh what i don't talk about is how uh we started talking again eventually after 11 years of me not talking to him after he broke my heart and um then we started talking again because i ended up hating another guy as much as i hated him and i couldn't i didn't have room to hate two people that much so it like freed up a space in my heart and pete and i were you know it was 11 years down the road we're seeing each other at com- comedy clubs all the time and so I eventually gave in and was like, yeah, I'm down to be friends, I guess. Like, and he apologized for what he had done to me and all this stuff. And I, I didn't apologize for my part in it, which I still owe him an apology probably now that I'm saying this, but, um, yeah, we became friends again. Then we started talking and there was, and he was in a, he was in a relationship when we kind of reconnected, but then, um, that relationship started going like not good. And then we were talking again. And and you'll see later on that when we first got together, he had a girlfriend. And so this history was repeating itself like 10 years later when we reconnected. And he had a girlfriend and I was like, we're connecting, like we're friends now, but like this connection, like there's something here that's, I can tell you like me more than your girlfriend. And I like you too, probably, but I can't do this again. So I go, call me, this will, after I gave him the, I said, call me when you're single it's not going to be too long because you, your relationship, you're going to see how terrible it is because I'm giving you this like thing that you didn't, that you're, you know, when you take away the thing that guys can, a lot of times in guys who are like, uh, supplementing the things they're not getting in their relationship with outside, uh, women or other people, like whether it's just like emotional support. Cause that was what it was. Pete and I weren't doing anything, uh, illicit, uh, the second time around, we were just really close friends. But I I knew that he had me in his phone as not Nikki Glazer. You know, I knew I knew it wasn't something she knew about how much we were talking. And I said, yeah, as soon as I go away, you're going to see what you're lacking in your relationship because I was I was that tent pole for you. And I told him, I go, your tent is going to fall. You can't you don't have a, my tent pole anymore. It's one part of the tent, but the tent is going to suck. And yeah, you got drenched. The, the storm came the tent sucked and he called me one day I think it was three weeks after I told him don't talk to me until you're single like and I'll maybe entertain being your friend again but this is just it feels not good and he wrote me he goes I'm single and I just go ha, 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 I laughed and he was like really sad because he was going through a breakup and I was like oh wait I forgot this isn't like good news for you too and I was like uh, let's get through it and then we ended up like you know he was free then and I was like I'm out of something too I go let's just we had a good sexual connection one time 10 or so years ago let's hook up again and see what happens I go let's project our heartache onto each other by having sex we've done it before and we met up to go. He flew to L.A. 
to have sex with me from New York and to like go on a date 10 years later and we met up and um it just was it was friends it was friend friend zone like we both were just like yeah you know and then I went over to his hotel because I was still like maybe I like I, I got my dogs a babysitter I was like I'm going out tonight I'm gonna have sex with this guy that I've like used to love and now we're reconnecting and I go over there and I was just like I'm just really feeling a friend vibe. Is that okay? And he was like, yes. And I was like, can I still spend the night? And then we slept in the same bed. We had a great night and we've been best friends ever since. And it's a lovely little, little story. And I'm so excited to have him on the show later. Boy, history just keeps repeating itself though. Um, yesterday was, uh, I was in a, 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 I called it a pod rage, which I think I'm going to coin that. Like I went, th- I was pod raging yesterday. I definitely was in a mood can't hide it from you guys um but it helped me the rest of the day because it, it let me get my anger out a little bit and then i was able to cope with a very hard day yesterday in a um in a way that i wouldn't have been able to without the support of the podcast so thank you guys and uh i i need this as much as maybe you need it and maybe you don't need it um but i'm glad you're listening and I, and i appreciate it noah how are you doing today I'm doing great. I mean, <laughs> especially since it's after the show. I know. And I have like my after show, like hyper. I know. Hyperness. We definitely had a, a really fun time, uh, which you're about to hear. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I know I want to say to you, we talk about it a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. yesterday during the day of um, the stressful day that I had, which I can't go into, um, uh, an insane thing happened an insane thing that I cannot wait to tell you guys about down the road it's just I need distance but truly insane and Noah you had the best reaction of everyone like I I called everyone last night I like it happened late at night and I just everyone in my phone I reached out to anyone who knew the whole story beyond it I called you and um or I texted you and I woke up this morning and you were the only one who threatened violence to the, the person um, that I want to. Th- <laughs> yes. And I, I want to thank you, Nikki. And um, everyone will know about this soon. But I'm going to have a great time in my jujitsu class later. <laughs> so thank you. It's going to it's going to help me. <laughs> I like of everyone that wrote back to me about the incident I shared. Um, and I, I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, obtuse for you guys because i want to leave you out i wish i could tell all my besties and you know i i would if i met you in a parking lot it will yeah um i i have no it's just i'm trying to protect people uh from noah's rage (laughs) but um yeah you you saying like you you wish you would have been there because you would have like had a physical altercation in which you would have come out ahead really made me happy and i wouldn't have liked that for you and i don't like um you know, physical violence. But listen, when you have a girlfriend who could whoop some ass and she says that she wishes she were there so she could have whooped some ass for you, like, it feels good. I feel like you. it really means a lot to me. I, so, um, I just think it's really important for women to know self-defense and when my best friend's security happens to be, like, you know, in question, that, it just makes me feel very protective of the friend that uh, is in that situation, yeah. and um, thank you. It makes me I feel think so lo- loved. Like your anger makes me feel loved. <laughs> like it's like you're a boyfriend that I want. Like the the way that you're like that should have never happened to you, and I want to protect you. That's the that's what I'm looking for. Person who might be listening that could have maybe done something to protect me and didn't. Um, it just meant a lot. 
Your security is very important to me. And I do think about that because you, you know, like you're a rising star, but you're very grounded and, and down to earth. And I don't know, like, I have to be honest with you. I do think about that a lot. Thank you, Noah. I really appreciate it. And I, uh, yeah, you're the only friend that was like, I would, I would have stepped in. My other friends are like, will you look into a uh, restraining order? I have a friend at the FBI. And I'm like, no, will you just offer to whoop some ass on my behalf? <laughs> I just want it done, you know? I already, yeah, like I already envisioned what I would have done. And I would have just like <laughs> ran in there, done a double leg tackle, knee on belly, <laughs> and like, you know, some kind of joint manipulation. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so flattered. I like have a crush on you now because I feel so like, oh, a damsel in distress. Um, that's like so, so nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it was, a, it was a wild, wild day, but it was one that left me uh, truly cracking up at the end of the day of like, what is my life and what have I got myself into? Good. Um, but uh, what I'm about to get ourselves into is a lot of fun with Pete Lee and Andrew in which we allude to this stuff and uh, we have a really good time. So thank you guys for listening. I, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm ending the show because to me, this, this is the last thing I'm recording. <laughs> but the show's just begun. Let's get Andrew in here. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. And I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> what up? What up? Remember that? I what mean, this up? is the this is the top of the show. I want to be honest with people. I'll tell people at the beginning <laughs> that I'm I'm shooting the, the first part later because uh, running a little late today. How'd you sleep? Because I slept in. I know you called me. I, I woke up. I didn't know you called me. I got a call at one fifty eight Eastern time. So it's not crazy. No, it wasn't it crazy. Was it was here. still before two. Hey, bars close at four there. Nothing hey, it's drink. four o'clock somewhere. You know that. Yeah, I, I, uh, listen, I uh, I had an emergency <laughs> last night. I had, to, I had to call you. I called everyone. God, I tried to call my grandma and she's dead. I had, I had you she know, probably, everything... <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no, I was going to say, she probably answered before I did because your boy was sleeping good in a hotel. But yes. Uh, wait. Do you have your ringer so, wait, on? Did so, it ring? Uh, like, do you sleep through a know, ring? It probably vibrated. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Um, no, I don't. I, I don't have, I don't have my up. ringer on at night. What is this? The morning show? I, I, you Call seem back like someone. To just something we know. Wait, wait. The morning show. Oh yeah, people keep the ringers on. If you keep, I was gonna admonish you if you kept your ringer on because it's like that would make your people who keep their phones the sound on when people are like, everyone silence your phones. I'm like, who has not already silenced their phone? Like I would, my phone. Anytime I lose my phone, they're like, call it. I go, are you joking? Who are you that you have your phone on? On no. Oh, I, I love when an older person gets a ring and then it's ru- it's rung two to three <laughs> times and they're looking at their phone while yeah. it's ringing to see who's calling while ringing like five it, or six times and I it's mean, just yeah it's wild it's wild it's nuts so I called you yeah I mean yeah like, sorry at, I didn't at, answer it's okay it, I I got uh, support from a third aunt who I haven't talked to ever I found her on 23 and me I just needed to connect with someone last night I called literally everyone who like I was I you know when you go through your contacts to look like for like to invite people to a party or something you're like I'll just go through everyone I know literally I was going through everyone I know to be like who can I tell this story to God fashion egg I have so much to tell all of you it 
uh, yesterday. The, I guess it'll the, just be in your special, right? I guess. That's yeah, I mean, it's going to be in my book. It it'll be in my special. It'll be in. Uh, it, it'll all. You know, you as an artist, you need a little bit of uh, distance from uh, <laughs> things that happen. In your life, but, uh, you know, Minus, we'll be dropping fashion uh, eggs all over the place. If you're just joining the show, a fashion egg is um, an Easter egg. It's a, Easter eggs are obviously like clues about something that you can't maybe share at the time or that's like a secret thing that if you put it all together, you could probably figure out what's going on. But you have to be a very savvy listener. And um, I'm really turning into a Taylor Swift. I was so proud of myself yesterday because... I put on. I did so many fashion eggs yesterday, all over my um, <laughs> social media. <laughs> and like, if, if if the fans are paying attention, they could maybe get something. But Taylor Swift does fashion eggs all or Easter eggs all the time. Like every every Taylor Swift fan counts. Like she'll put up a picture, and people will like. It, and it's her like standing behind a night sky, and people will count the stars in the galaxy and be like, okay, so there's forty four billion two hundred eighty six <laughs> seconds into until her new album release. Like. They're insane about it because she puts like numbers. Anytime she uses emoji, people are like, okay, she used that emoji that has the color red in it. That means red is the new next album and she's releasing it. There were four of those red leaves. So that means that it's going to be in four months or in four days or uh, yeah, four score and seven years ago. Maybe she's doing a tribute to Lincoln. My- like people like they go crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so my, deep. East- my fashion egg would just be like a, a half eaten sandwich and people go, I think he ate a sandwich. Like it'd be. Yeah. <laughs> Like I wouldn't know. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. And we call it you know fashion I mean, egg though? because like, Andrew didn't yeah. remember the word Easter egg, and he called it fashion egg. Once. So um, it, it looks. So for you're fashion throwing eggs. out fashion eggs. Yeah, yeah. I, what, what, I love fashion how, eggs how, because yeah. they speak. Because someone last night goes, "What's your Instagram story? Like, what is this thing you're doing?" And I go, "It's for one person." <laughs> and it's like it's always it's, for one. I mean, if if my listeners are paying attention and they see what's going on later on when they get all the details, when my song comes out, like Taylor Swift World, all of that will make sense. You know, that's like (laughs) it's not like you could figure it out now because it's too cryptic. But later on, it will all come together. But um, I would love if someone has a collage like on their wall for you, like trying to figure out Nikki's brain and it's, just, you know, like Charlie in the mail Charlie room. And, yeah. yeah. So, so Nikki's looking back and then Nikki is uh, in a green dress today. And then yep. and Nikki, I guarantee that, I'm serious. Like I want, that's like what that. I kind of want because it's fun. I, I want that as a fan of like, cause it, the thing is I would, I tell everything, but there are certain things I can't tell yet. And I'm not holding back to be purposefully like, uh, you know, guess who I saw last night. <sighs> guess who I saw Ashley last Hasseltine. night. No, no, no. Big, big. Think big. Uh, Chris Noth. So someone actually he played Mr. would probably Pink. be in your top 10 to see in person. Aniston. Rihanna. Rihanna. Whoa, dude. Where'd you see Rihanna? At the Bowery? At the Bowery Hotel. Yeah. This hotel is the... Dude, if I was a million... Um, well, whatever. Like 10 million, I would live in this hotel forever. Like, why yeah. wouldn't Why wouldn't I? Why don't That's, you live uh, in a hotel? On- I mean, I love. That's why I do it in L.A. I'm I'm gonna just live yeah, in St. Louis, pay cheap oh. rent, and then just go to L.A. and live in hotels. Uh, it's so nice. It's the I best. mean, I know I keep adding days to in. this hotel, and I don't even know what the bill's gonna be. So <laughs> she walked bad. in. She was glowing. She was glowing. And then my buddy was making fun of her. Uh, she was walking around with a bodyguard. It was he didn't look like Kevin Costner. He looked like he had like scarred acne that he put in himself. Like he was a tough looking man. And right. my buddy like, making I need fun to, of this I guy. need to tough up my look so people know that I've been through <laughs> Accutane. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so my liver's bad. So, uh, yeah, she walked by. She smelled great. She actually was dressed like Zoltar from Big. Remember that guy? That oh, wishy yeah. The fortunes? Yeah, yeah. She had like a big like hat and it was hard to see her, but oh man, her green eyes and God Yeah, damn. she's very beautiful. My ex-boyfriend one time was uh, producing a show that she was on and she was warming up. She was like singing in this room for this show yeah and she was singing this like love ballad and they had kind of a flirtation early on and the whole time she sang as she was warming up she was staring at him <laughs> and no. like he's yeah he was like rihanna like was definitely giving me <laughs> i was like that's the hottest thing I've, i like think i i, I mean i i had him tell me that story all the time when we'd have sex because it turned me on so much it's turning me on just like having rihanna want my boyfriend um speaking of boyfriends um we uh, one of my exes i mean it's I, I'm, I'm reluctant to even call him an ex because one of my loves of my life you were the love of my life that was uh, helen hunt yesterday in castaway i hope you guys uh, got castaway. that um i uh, one of the loves of my life is on the show today we have a special guest we're bringing him for the news he has a new special coming out on showtime july 9th it's called tall dark and pleasant which he is all those things. Please welcome to the show my first love. The first orgasm I ever had was given to me by this man. Is that something you want in your credits? I mean, I would want it. <laughs> Tall, dark, you and gave me my first orgasm. Yeah, first guy to go down on. No, I don't think you were the first guy to go down on me. But um, that's what did it. Uh, well, please welcome to the show, Pete lee hey hi hi pete i do want that in my credits i absolutely i think that that should be the lead in my bio listen i've been chasing that dragon ever since <laughs> i was like what the fuck was that and that is what has fucked up my whole life pete it's like you're the first guy to introduce me to heroin or something <laughs> well i mean what did you do what's your move pete I just cared. I don't know. Like, I really... <laughs> we were so in love. It was love. We were so in love. We were, I like... I think it was love. I really do. Yeah. Because I think back on, like, why some sex is good. Why it... it like, when... I'd, I've, I've never been in love that way until, recent, like, recently. Like, felt it back the same way I, I gave it. But we were so fucking in love. We had only known each other four days yeah. when this happened. We were so we had known each other for four days. It was like so passionate, so crazy. And um, I love that like you're literally saying you got it bad and then you recently met Usher and danced with him. <laughs> like, 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 you manifested Usher. By I did. Yeah, I did meet Usher and, and have a moment with him. Um, no, I uh, wait. Well, I don't understand. I got it bad. What do he you mean? sings the song. Uh, uh, you got it bad. You got it. You got it bad. When what does that mean, though? Phone? What's in that in reference to? Uh, because you had it bad for this guy, and then you met Usher. That was my connection. It's early. That's a. It's early, and I, you, I went on a. So you got it bad too, apparently. All right, thanks, Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks for calling in, Pete. Uh, that no, was you're good. so that sweet to really mention good. to name drop for me, though. I always appreciate when people mention celebrities that I've danced with. Um, no, I oh, dance with. You were on Howard Stern. Yeah, right. Dance with. Oh, right. Dance? Like, can I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see what yeah, you're saying, that was Andrew. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. you got it good, it's bu weird. brother. Yeah, you got it good, brother. Like uh, um, the other guy. No, Pete and I the other night saw each other at Ben Glebe's party, and we are. Uh, Pete, can we talk about 
Yeah, we can talk about stuff. Yeah. We're both going through uh, heartbreak, yeah. I would say. Breakups. Uh, recent heartbreak. Yeah. And uh, mine, you know, my mom the other day goes, I feel so bad for Pete. And I go, because of his breakup? And she's like, yeah. And I go, feel bad for me. Where's the sympathy for, I'm going through a heartbreak too. And she goes, well, they were to go there so long. And I go, I don't care. Like I go, I was, I was in love for three weeks. And I know that seems like you can't compare it, but I honestly... I think it could be just the same. The way I felt about you being in love with you for four days is uh, I'm the worst pain of my life the, uh, of uh, us breaking up. And I, I think it is comparable to something longer. I'm Maybe I'm being, uh, you know, maybe I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like Usher, you know, um, pretty much. Oh, God, this is why we didn't oh, work out. He tied oh, everything no. back to Usher. And, it was just like, and this is the thing. Usher was even big back when Pete and I got together. It's yeah. like it's been a constant problem in our relationship. Yeah, it's huge. Um, it's, no, but I, I made your vagina a gusher. <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong. You got a good. Um, no, gusher. but I, I do think that what you I do think that what you went through recently is worse than what like what i'm going through uh because like you know when you're in like a passionate love that's like it, like the flame is burning so hot and then the heartbreak yeah. happens that's way different than i mean jamie and i like we we basically have been kind of slowly titration breaking up for the last year like we almost broke up before covid and then we decided to like stick it out for the pandemic and you Oof. know and that was it like honestly she's a great person i'm so happy that i was able to get through a pandemic like like a global pandemic with her but um you know like like when we finally split it was kind of like okay so like we're we're done right like it's uh we're it friends was, and it was oh yeah titration what a good word to use because it is like you weaned yourself off so by the end it was already you every day you did a little bit less and so you weren't going through the withdrawal that you would go through if you quit your Zoloft oh, out of yeah. the blue. Oh yeah. And, it's like doing heroin twice and then never getting it and then Zoloft 50 I milligrams, mean, that's, 25 you're milligrams. You're so right. Thank and, you for validating that my pain is worse than yours, Pete. Yeah. And uh, no, it's that that is the thing. It's like I did a drug. That's what happened with you. I mean, uh, if, if our listeners want to catch up on the story of me and Pete Lee, it happened in um, April of 2006. And we met in Kansas City. I was doing a guest set, uh, which is just like a five minute set on the local show at the Kansas City Improv. Pete was in town opening uh, feet, middle acting for um, the headliner Harland Williams. I was just doing a guest set. I went backstage before my set just to like be in the green room. And I turned a corner and I walked in and I saw Pete Lee with a plate. Oh, I had already seen you on stage, I think. Yeah, at that point I saw you on stage. Yeah, I was having a post set, like a post crushing salad. I was like rewarding yeah. myself with salad. Yeah, you had crushed and I was like, that guy's Wow, cute. wild, Pete. <laughs> I and I saw him, he, he had the plate up to his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he, Did you Pete get goes hard. cucumbers? <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. So Dude. pleasant. It's like Motley Crue stories over here. Yeah, I had like a like a kale salad with chicken. No, I don't. Did even... you have some Paul Newman on there? Oh, I really oh did. God. I went crazy. Sorry. He had like a lot of pepper on there. It was crazy the amount of pepper. Whoa. I was like, oh my god, he's a bad boy. Um, but I just remember, for me at he's least, it was like love at first sight. Persona. <laughs> no, on stage he was. The funny thing is, so he's he Mr. Did... Salad. 
Well, at the time though, so he killed, and then I'm doing the second show. So I go backstage after he's back there, and I turn the corner, I walk in the green room. I'll never forget the chair you were sitting in. Everything you were eating a salad, and you were like, like kind of scraping the last parts, and you, and you just like stopped, and we were just like, hi. And it was like it. I felt love at first sight, and it was a done deal. And then the second set, you dropped during your set that you had a girlfriend. I was like, oh. And then you had a joke where you were like, but I cheat on her on Wednesdays, and it was like a Wednesday. And I was like, yes. I like I. I and so this you'll was, stay on your diet of a salad, but you'll eat pussy, eat someone else's. It was just so a cool. joke that that's I go cool. loud and clear, Pete. <laughs> loud and clear. I remember I saw you on MySpace, you were one of like the, the friend of a friend or like suggested <laughs> you're a friend suggestion on MySpace. And I clicked on your profile like earlier that day. And I was like, man, she is like, she is so cute. Like there was just something about you. I was like, I was like, I need to know her. But then I couldn't. You were like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's you going oh my through God, my photos. Every yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my MySpace what? blog song too. I was like, I'm in the mood. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> you just so you're like I gotta meet this girl. Yeah, I. Um, you just made me laugh so hard that I, I like can't even speak right now. This is great. This, <laughs> this feels so good. Um, no, but I was like, if it prevents you from another usher mention. I'm gonna keep trying to make you laugh so that you take a breath before you mention him again. Yeah, just take, just have the thought of maybe I should yeah, just do just this. Just have joke. a pause before you bring up an usher reference. No, continue. Uh, keep telling me how fantastic I am. But I remember I couldn't friend you because you were so cute that it would have been creepy. Like you know what I mean? Like. And like, you had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend and I like I didn't want to creep. And then you walked into the green room and I was just like, it was like literally you clicked the, hard on me. I clicked hard on you in the green room. It was like, like, you know, in movies or like in Wayne's world, when D Dreamweaver would come on, when he would yep. see that girl, like that yeah. was what it was like when you yeah. walked into the green room. And it was like that for me, too. And it, it was crazy. It was and a when fan? you said that on stage. I was just like, OK, and I was not the type of girl to pursue I mean, I lost my virginity to a guy with a girlfriend. I mean, I like guys with girlfriends sometimes because I'm like scared of intimacy and especially if they're like, I was young and they're throwing their girlfriend under the bus on stage. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is a done deal. Like, I, he's not married, you know, and maybe that's scoundrelly of me, but I was just like, it's, I don't, I almost didn't want someone who was available to me. And, uh, and so I, uh, we hung out that night and then the flirting was on. And I think that then it, it was all weekend. I did a guest set on every single show and we fell in love. And I think, and then we did not have sex. I can't believe I didn't have sex with you sooner. Yeah. Uh, we had to say goodbye on Sunday. You had to go to a college in Iowa. This was Kansas. And then you were going to come back to Kansas City to fly out. And you went and did the show in, in Iowa. And then that night I was like, if you drive back tonight instead of tomorrow morning and you come to Lawrence, Kansas, I'll... I'll fuck you. Yeah. And he, all of a sudden I hear like, vroom. Like it was just like, <laughs> he just like jumped on, he like hitched a ride on a semi truck, jumped on the I back of it. I threw his salad. I did, yeah. <laughs> he just I did. goes, fuck this salad, his post-show college salad. You know what the funny thing about that was? I remember I rented a PT Cruiser and I remember actually like the noise, it was like, a like, Pete Lee cruiser? Yeah, they a Pete Lee cruiser. They made those like real loud, like they were supposed to be some awesome, like old school car. And I remember actually flooring it and going to just your place. horned up, headed to Lawrence. And then you arrived in the middle of the night. I remember I had a paper due the next day. So I was like finishing this paper I had to write. I finished it and then I like ran out to meet 
you. It was in the rain. In the rain. Do you remember in the rain? What the hell? In the rain. We're like making out in the rain and then you come inside and then we had sex and then I had my first orgasm where it was like, what the fuck was that? And then was like, we were just like so in love. And then I was like, okay, well, you're going back to New York and you're going to break up with your girlfriend. That was the plan, right? That was the, that was the plan. That, that was... <laughs> Totally the plan. <laughs> well, the plan got a little derailed. It got because the you problem went back. He came. He yeah, came. yeah I know. After problem. he came, he's like, you know, um, she, he cruised in that PT. He, was, he didn't engaged. drive so fast. Yeah, it really was one of those like bachelor situations where I like I was in love with two women at the same time, and like I yeah. I was like on. I be, I knew you were. Yeah, I was yeah. honestly crazy in love with you. Um. I was in love with her. There were some red flags. Uh, I wound up doing exactly the right decision and marrying her uh, and then getting divorced <laughs> oh from her. Dude, and, and you called me. I said, don't talk to me unless you are free. Like we said goodbye. And I go, no, because we were talking at first and it was just like, what's going on here? Like you sent me letters. You said, I love you. And like, I still have some of those cards you sent me. And I was like, I can't talk to this guy anymore. He's never going to break up with her. I have to like pull out. And so I go, no more. Tell me, let me know when you're single. And then you called me a month later. It was hell to not reach out to you. Mm -hmm. A month later, you called me on my birthday. And I was like, oh, Pete, I was like, you're single. And you were oh like, no, I just, it's your birthday. And I just wanted to say happy birthday. And you were, I was on TV the night before for the first time in my life. Last, on last time I'm standing. standing. And you were like, you were amazing last night. And I was like, and, and you're like, and I, I can't, I'm sorry, Nikki. I just can't. And I was just like, never ever talk to me again i never want to hear from you again and you go nikki you're saying really hurtful things right now and i go yeah i think he goes you're angry so you're saying hurtful things and i go N i am so mad i ever met you and i was like and then we hung up and then i didn't talk to you for like 11 years you know you know what's crazy is that uh that, we gotta get to the news. Uh, oh we gotta get to the news so no but the, what's crazy the um there was a bench in central park that i was sitting on and uh i was sitting on a bench too the last time that i went to new york like a week ago i actually <laughs> ran past that bench and the bench literally like invoked like heartbreak emotions in me i'm like uh. oh. What was that like for you when you made that decision? Like, did it make you more committed to the one that you chose? Like, I, I and this is not, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Like, did you, how long before you like were not thinking about me a lot? Um, I don't think I ever not thought about you, but like, like, I mean, honestly, no, I, I mean, was, I, I, I was staying in the game. I think maybe. You know, I was an open micer when you met me and then suddenly I was like, I was starting to show up and, and haunted you. And well, I was honestly motivated by haunting you in your marriage. When I found out you guys got married, I was like, I cannot believe wow. he married. But I did know that she found he out about me. And I thought, okay, <laughs> yeah. as long as they have like worked through the dishonesty that happened, then I'm, I, then I'm happy for like, I'm, there's a part of me that was like, at least he was honest with her and she found out. Yeah. That was her pitch. And like when we went to dinner that night, that was her pitch. She was like, look, I know something's going on with you and Nikki Glazer. I don't want to know the exact details, but you need to choose. And I remember thinking that was, this is kind of cool. She seems really cool right now. I think I'm going to choose her. And, yeah. um, and so I chose, the problem. I, so I chose her and then, yeah. And then she was like, but you can't, like you can't keep a friendship with her, which is like in it to her, like in hindsight, that like that's, that's reasonable. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like and it wasn't even on the table for you, to it, be honest. It wasn't even. On, yeah, it wasn't on the <laughs> until now. Yeah. Uh, well, but I you mean, wouldn't have a Netflix special if he never ate you out so well. So 
Honestly, you know what I, I, mean? went, I am so grateful that it happened because we saw each other the other night. We're going to get to the news. We saw each other at Ben Glebe's the other night. And it was, and you're right, I wouldn't have a Netflix special. It started my obsession with like <laughs> orgasming and like how to recreate that in my own life. Um, and I think you probably did suck my clit. And that was like the crux of I did. what I did. I, I think that's what you did, right? That had I, to have been. I didn't even know what you did, but no one did it ever again. I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I like, I fantasized about that moment like in my life before. It was oh, so Pete. hot. It was so hot. So funny. Because but, but when the- I saw you at Ben's, it was so sweet. Wait, what were you? to say well because you were talking about like did i ever think about you yeah i thought about you because i had to ride the subway with my ex-wife while that was skinned in your face for nikki and sarah <laughs> literally like we were sitting like going to a party my and, fucking dream. and she just like elbowed me and she's like i know this is really awkward and awful for you and really I, yeah and i was oh. like i was like yeah it's it's kind of hard and like i would go down i would take the train to best week ever like every single day to go to work and then you would be the train car would be skinned with your face I so like you so much and then i saw you at best week ever hi pete remember hi pete yeah it was the first time i ever spoke to you we were in the same we were getting our makeup done he was getting makeup done for best week ever i was for nikki and sarah's a sketch we were shooting in the office because our office is shot where they shot best week ever and we had to be in the same makeup room and i'm like i cannot believe i'm in a fucking makeup room with pete lee nine years after Eight years after i'd said i'm never speaking to you again and mm-hmm. um i loved you so much and i and i just you walked out of the room and I just go, hi, Pete. And no, no, I walked out of the room and then you said that your makeup artist was like, whoa, like had to shake off what the vibes that? that were in the room that I was shooting at you. Yeah, it was like, it was like intense. Like the the makeup artist was like, that was thick. Like, like just like, like I was just in, in like a movie. It, like it was like, like love and, and hate and like all this stuff. Yeah. Like an Usher I mean, song. It it really <laughs> These are his confessions Okay we gotta get to the news And uh, sorry for taking so long to get there But this is a special day because we have Pete Lee His Showtime special Tall, Dark and Pleasant He's so fucking funny Is coming out on Showtime July 9th So make sure you check that out And follow Pete Lee at Pete Lee Pete Lee Pete Lee On Instagram You heard it here first You heard it here first Yeah you heard it here first Oh boy, hope you're having a great time out there having all the swells. I know me, Pete, and Nikki, and Noah are. No jerky, Pete. Uh, no jerky. Okay. Uh, no jerky. Oh, I see what you're doing there. No jerky Lee. No jerky. No jerky Pete. Sure. How would it? How would it go? No, uh, Pete no jerky. No Pete. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just keep going. Are you guys speaking? We, we combine all of our names. It's a new Usher album that we're trying to remember. He's doing some experimental stuff. Okay, wait. No, they, a fan combined our names so Nodruki, and then I tried Noah, to add you into it. Andrew, but I did a horrible Nikki. job. And Nodruki Dr- Lee. And Drukey. By the way, is this behind you? Are you in a hotel, Andrew, or is this your bedroom? Like, do you have like a fashionable, old style, old timey lamp in your bedroom? He is definitely at the Bowery Hotel. Oh, okay. All right. He, yeah. He, in my room, I don't even have a light. Back <laughs> he home. has a lamp so, in the corner of the room that has no shade on it that is surrounded by piles of dirty sheets. He, in the four um, corners of Andrew's room. Sounds like I'm getting room, shade. <laughs> I, I give you corners. enough. <laughs> the, I the get enough shade. Corners. I don't need any more. 
the four <laughs> corners of Andrew's bedroom have different piles of laundry and things. And is and uh, yeah, so the that it's ironic that you pointed out a lamp that is definitely definitely not Andrew's. Um, okay, an what's the first lamp. headline? It's unbelievable. Okay, a woman who thought she had twenty dollars in her bank account finds that she has one billion dollars has been deposited in her bank account. She was spooked by it, and no one from Chase is returning her calls to return it. I mean, what would you do? Would you call? I wouldn't call the bank. I would, I would, I would take as much money until going. Oh, I didn't, oh, you know that. No, because you know you're gonna I mean? owe it back. It's not yours. They're gonna catch the glitch, and then you're gonna owe it back. <laughs> I, I don't see why you would do that. That's. I would think that would be the foolish thing to do. Pete, what would you do? Uh, I would take as much of it out and then I'd flee the country, <laughs> just like Andrew said. But like, you got to also understand, like, like JP Morgan Chase was the people that funded the Nazis. So like, they're going to find you like, like they're going to find you somewhere on the globe. So I would have as much fun as I could uh, until they One find me. billion dollars. I, I would uh, buy the Anne Frank freaking museum and then hide and in hide it. out in, in yeah the they annex. would never find me <laughs> yeah <laughs> no Next i a, yeah a i plaque. mean it's hard to take out 900 million dollars I don't, I don't know how you would take that out in cash i guess i would take out like th- four million and not get crazy and i'd be like oh my god someone put 996 million dollars in here they Can would see it? that the. It's not like they can't pull up and see that four million had been taken out at some point they see transactions <laughs> look that's a finder's fee that's you a percentage. I'm just saying. Thanks she went for from having this billion dollars. I love how poor she was. That's like the saddest part of the story. She I know like that was, is so vulnerable. I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't tell anyone that part. Um, no, that's. Uh, I, what would you do? I, I want. I want this girl to. I want to start a GoFundMe so we can give her a, a couple bucks for uh, being okay, an honest so person. You know it. when homeless people return money. And they get more people like pitch in more money because they did the right thing. I feel like we should do that for her. But I don't, what's her Venmo? I, don't uh, think I think she's too old to even have Venmo. Oh, oh really? God. She's an older lady. What a, a sweetie. Yeah. Um, I yeah, don't even know how older. many zeros a billion is. I think I would be confused by the amount of zeros. Oh yeah, she's a older lady. Oh my god, she, a, she thought she had twenty dollars. What does that woman spend? Why does she only have twenty dollars? But she's from Florida. She just thought I she mean, had twenty dollars in a bank account. Wow, that lo- is that that's wild. Mom, I always see like a, I always see like an old rich woman like that and think she, you know, has at least you know five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She had nice earrings. She had lipstick. That lady had twenty dollars. Like she, like what is she doing? Like I know wearing the same. I don't know. I mean, it's wild. It's well, wild. America. Out there, Pete. Will you pull up the picture of her again? Because. Uh, <laughs> It, I've met this woman. I haven't met this woman before, but I've met this woman before, and that lady mm. fucks. Like she, <laughs> she's the kind of lady that comes up to you after the show, and she's like stroking my like my forearm for a little too long. And yeah, being like, you are just wonderful. Do you want to come? Yeah, she's an older uh, oh, woman, probably now- in her sixties. Uh, blonde hair, blue nails, uh-huh. crazy like big bobble <laughs> earrings, like Leslie Stahl wears on sixty minutes. Um. And, and Pete, I know what you're saying. Do you get a lot of women touching you after shows and like 
make you making you feel uh, uncomfortable because we always hear the stories have it happening to women, but you get that. Yeah, and it, it is uncomfortable. I mean, uh, for me, for a couple of reasons, like um, uh, like number one, a lot of times, like back when I was in my relationship, like she would be there and she'd be like standing sort of near the merch table, and then women would be like grabbing my ass or like they'd grab my dick or like whatever in a picture, like haha, uh, we're a bachelor up party, we're gonna grab the comedian's dick, and I'd be like, no, you can't, and then they like women's egos can't handle when a guy doesn't want his dick grabbed like immediately yeah. it goes to like what are you gay like right right away they could be like the most woke and evolved hipster girls and then when you don't want your hmm. dick grabbed they're like whatever you queer yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's it, it's it's weird i found that like when you want to have sex with a guy and he's like no you go what you have to like like if, if I'm willing, you must be. And I, of course, I'm saying that uh, facetiously, but you there is a thing of like, but men always want to fuck. They always want to ha have everything be sexualized. You don't. The rejection is so crazy. And um, get the fuck off men. Women don't touch men. Men don't touch other men. Remember when I yelled at some guy for like manhandling you? Was that you, Pete? I think so. When I like yelled at that guy a guy I, manhandled you yeah like this guy just you could tell wanted to touch someone he hasn't been touched in a while he's going through a divorce and he like was using the fact that he could hug pete and like really get in there to just get he might be a little bi who even knows you know he just wanted to touch pete and it was like uncomfortable it was too long and i go don't touch it i go get off it what are you doing like if, if this guy would have done this to a girl and it wasn't even sexual, you know, it's just a really intense hug from behind while we're eating dinner. And I just go, get off of him. That's too long. And it, it was uncomfortable. And I regret doing it because you can stand up for yourself. But I was just like, I don't want to see this any kind of just get off people unless they're asking for you to touch them. Get the fuck off them. Get the fuck off. I, I was in Madison, Wisconsin a few weeks ago, and it was like the first meet and greet that I had done in COVID. Like I'm vaccinated. Mm. Most of the people in the club were vaccinated. And this lady was there in the front row with her husband. And like the whole time she's like taking pictures of me. And like I could tell that she was like a super fan. And um, like she it's great. We need those. Right. But after the show, she was just like all over me at my merch table. There's a line of people. You shouldn't have done the joke about cheating on a Saturday night. On a Saturday night. It was the specific <laughs> day. Uh, oh, yeah. That's my. Uh, uh. Um, but she, uh, anyway, like her husband is just like the most tolerant human being on the planet. You can tell that like this guy, like he meditates or something but because he was just like, she does this. I'm, I'm going to just breathe. I'm not going to mm -hmm. get mad. This is her hall pass. Um, I made it. Yeah. I agreed when I married her that if she ever got to meet Pete Lee, she would shoot her shot. This is what it is. And, and um, mine is Kathy Ireland. And I really picked wrong because <laughs> I don't know where to find her. <laughs> She's not coming to Madison anytime soon. She must be near the calendar factory. Who makes calendars? <laughs> That's what she just anymore. hangs out in the <laughs> 19, early 1990s calendar factories. Like they're coming back. But I just tried to like tend to the husband as much as I could. I was like, like, like she would be like literally glommed onto me. Oh, and, you blow and, the husband and to I make would, sure to not go near. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I just was, was sucking that clit. I was sucking that clit. I was literally <laughs> just mouthing clit. him. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I, he's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh you have to God, placate the guy you. that you're making uncomfortable. But that's, you know, I, I say that happens a lot when in meet and greets. I'll have a guy like casually grab my ass in a way that's like, oh, I just hit it accidentally, which my butt is not big enough that you accidentally hit it. You have to like go in to get it. Yeah, um, it's like Narnia. It's concave. A... And 
he uh and but there's always a wife there and i and people go why don't you tell him and it's like because it'll be a whole thing with the wife like it's too he'll deny it it's like it's too much of a hassle that i'm taking care of her needs and it's just like but i will say if i had a boyfriend and i was watching him do a meet and greet and there were women that were trying to like obviously wanted to fuck him i mean that's i would be so into that i would not be a jealous girlfriend i'd be like like Nice try, how ladies. Did, he's coming back to my green room, and uh, or you know, he's coming back with me, and he's gonna eat all the salad. He's gonna toss my salad later on tonight. His post-show salad is changed into my asshole. Do you think that, uh, we still use Hidden Valley though? Do you think you know that's the new thing? Is a, a an upside down pineapple means you're a swinger? Have you mm-hmm. heard about this? Nice. People are shopping. If you go to like Trader Joe's and someone has an upside down pineapple, they're gonna want to fuck in their you. basket, like a couple swap. Yeah, in their basket. Yeah, that, it's kind of hot. Would, okay, what if you just like are a person that just throws things in your basket <laughs> and like all of a sudden you have to you gotta fuck, fuck someone's husband? Yeah. Like, no, I'm just like not good with. I don't. Yeah, you gotta. Th- I'm, I'm <laughs> dyslexic with fruit. Nope, you gotta throw your keys in a bowl. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta swap. What's the next story, Andrew? Did that husband like you when you were hugging his wife or no? How did that end? He was cool. Was it weird? He was cool to me, but I just, like I there were probably like at least like six touch points where I was like just being like, sorry, dude. <laughs> well, like, this is sorry. This is Pete Lee. People pleaser taking care of other people, like worrying about the husband that you have nothing to do with. It's not your job to make him feel safe. It's her job and she failed. But that's that's classic Pete Lee, which we'll get into later when we talk to him about his special tall, dark and pleasant. All right, next headline. A Norwegian public broadcaster released a guide of different positions for all couples with black and white photos and interesting names like the clamping koala, the farts dumping, a.k.a. the speed dump, and the standing mouthful. Let's take a look at more. (laughs) Okay, so these are are new positions? (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. Um, I like the flamingo. It's a girl on a stool that you could do that on stage. So it's like a stand-up stool, and then <laughs> yeah, that's a, the one person is standing Williams, next to you, and then you that look the girl on the stool literally <laughs> looks like my best friend Catherine, like a hundred percent like my best friend Catherine, and that looks like me next to her. It really does. Like, I'm gonna oh, send that to Catherine. Move. Um, Have you that ever one's done great. This move? That one's great. Okay, it's a uh, man that is us. They're both standing. The woman's, uh, she's standing on one leg. The guy's on both. She's putting her other leg over his shoulder as she's standing. So she's almost doing like a split thing. That is hot. I love that. And you know what I like about that? She's not doing a lot of work there. She's bendy, Mm -hmm. but she's not having to like support herself. (laughs) He's carrying her. And I like to do that. It helps that you're shorter in that instance as a man because that leg is goes all the way up on the shoulder i i don't know if i could fuck that way I, no you you have to be long long-legged you'd have to be tall for that to happen that's a good one for me to be honest with you i, I never <laughs> even thought of that what's the next one it looks like you and pete a little bit pete, there we are again <laughs> that was literally what we did that night that's why we couldn't stop thinking about each other <laughs> keep going down i'm like okay i hate frosting um, <laughs> Froskin, the girl looks like she's squatting, taking a dump. They're on a bed, and the guy is behind her, uh, kneeling, and he just looks like he's supporting her as she's taking a dump, like from behind, like being like, "You can do it, babe. I know it's hard to shit in the woods." Like she can't not laugh at this. Like look at her. Yeah, they're laughing in this photo too. This is that guy looks like me. Oh my! These two just look like they're uh, mourning the loss of a, a a dog they just buried or something. This is uh, like Froskin is like Ikea language for homosexual. Like, like, yeah. oh, we're Froskin. <laughs> oh, God, he's such a Froskin. You're a Froskin. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, what does Froskin say? Oh, it's the frog. Froskin is the frog. So, uh, yeah, these are all erotic. And, like, actually, like, the funny thing is you don't even think about some of these. There's only so many ways two bodies can fit together. And it's like, haven't we come up with all of them? How are there new ones? Um, All right, next story. Do you guys like to do all sorts of different positions like that? Or, you like, do you kind of have, like, four go-tos? Four go-tos. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I've been doing more. I've been doing more lately. I didn't realize I had it in me. Really? Yeah. You know, some things, you know, yeah. What what was your favorite position? Oh, no, you like the missionary. You like laying there and then. No, I like being tied up. Right. Oh, yeah. Well. It's pretty much Pete. What's yours? What, what is your uh, repertoire? The this is so boring, but like I like missionary because you really get to connect. Like I agreed. I like it. It's oh, the best for God. sex where you're making love because it's like you're whenever a guy is like somewhere else or like behind me or something. I'm like, but I want to see your face. Like I need to kiss what I'm coming. Yeah, I like need to kiss. Like I cannot if they're like somewhere else. I'm just like, come back up. Yeah. Like it's like I want like emotional support connection like all. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. God, Sometimes Pete. it's a little intense, though. Don't you think when you're looking at each other in the eyes and you're like, yeah, it's called it's love, and you gotta Ugh. go for it. I, I know it's it is too intense. It's, it's, the best. it's crazy. <laughs> it sounds like you haven't felt it yet, and I'm kind of sad for you. <laughs> but you'll get there, buddy. You'll get there. Next story. Why do I care? Why do I care? <laughs> All right. Why do you care, Nick? Avril Lavigne. Joins forces with Tony Hawk as she makes her TikTok debut with a silly skater boy bit. You got sent yeah. this picture because it looks like your dad. Yeah, my dad. This really does look like my dad, Tony Hawk and um, Avril Lavigne. I showed it to my mom and she was like, whoa, that does look like your dad. That's crazy. Whoa, good job. No, she did side by side. Will you please put this on our Instagram, the side by side? That's wild. They do look alike. Uh, yeah. And Tony Hawk's a tall guy. I didn't watch the skater boy. I didn't watch the TikTok. I saw it everywhere yesterday. It's so funny when you just are like, I can't be bothered to watch this 30 second thing. I hate TikToks because you can't scroll ahead. Mm-hmm. Is that Does anyone else get bothered by that? I like do. they're too long, even though they're fucking 30 seconds long. Yeah, I I did watch the TikTok and uh, it's literally painful because so, so she dropped. He has this like lime green mini ramp and she drops in on it but she's not wearing knee pads and she just like slams right onto her knees where like, it's like she broke a bone and then she like gets up laughing because she's at Tony Hawk's house and she's got all sorts of adrenaline that she's getting this TikTok shot. And then she drops in again, she makes it and then almost falls again just as hard. But like the whole time I can't take joy in the fact that Tony Hawk and Avril Lavigne are together because her leg is broken. <laughs> like she's, she's, she died <laughs> leg first that day and I can't even handle it. Because you are like a, you were a, a skater I, yeah, boy. I was a, I was a skater boy. I said, see you later boy. <laughs> I, I did yeah. in April of 2006. You did. Um, yeah, you. Someone the other night was like, "Oh, Jeff Dye was talking about you the other night and being like, he turns out he's like an Olympic, like water sports dude. Like this guy, he, he could kill you with his thumb. He, you're like a jujitsu. Like you're like a. I'm, tell us your accomplishments. I have a black physically. belt in Taekwondo, and then I kicked. Oh, right. I was a champion kickboxer. I'm a national champion water skier. 
I have two world records, one in uh, the most people on the water for a pyramid, the other one for uh, world record bomb outs, which is barefooting. Um, I okay, was. I really think only one of those is your record. Yeah. <laughs> the first one, it seems like you're a part of a group. I was a um, big, pretty large group. It was, he was an driving ensemble. the boat. It was an ensemble. <laughs> yeah, I was driving the boat. <laughs> That's a lot to tow. Uh, yeah. you know? Come on. I had to do this with my wrist. It was crazy. <laughs> Wait, how many what people were in this pyramid? What part of the pyramid were you? You were a base. Uh, I was a base <laughs> the of the pyramid. Sure. There, uh, yeah. there were 52 people on the water for it. So like 52 people behind one boat. <laughs> And I was wow. one of the bases of it. And uh, whoa, yeah. And then bomb outs are where you jump out of two skis and you go barefooting. And the previous world record was two behind one boat. Then we set the world record for four. Then we set it for eight. And then we did sixteen. So uh, and like my friend Tony Reichels, I don't know if I should say his name, but he literally got paralyzed and lost his football scholarship because this thing was so dangerous. Because of bombing we were, out. Because of bombing out, yeah. Because uh, what do you do you with Andrew? Bombing out? Andrew has a record for bombing out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was... Look, it was only fifteen times. Oh wait, wait, wait. It was a at the Toledo Funny Bone. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, Andrew doesn't I, it was bomb. New that was a joke that I could make it... only because Andrew does not bomb. Andrew kills. That's yeah. That's like uh, like if somebody's got like a really cute nose, you can be like, you have a fucked up nose. Like, Wait, so yes. this guy's not really paralyzed then? No, uh, this dude was this dude was <laughs> paralyzed because he. <laughs> no, I know. Because if you barefoot in <laughs> like you fall, you're falling at 55 miles an hour, and the water's like concrete. So if you face plant and your legs go back, you just break your spine. Why is the water like concrete? What are you talking about? Because you're going you're going so fast. You're going so oh, fast that the water's it, it gives hard. It the, Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then why aren't you? What? Why? Why are you a comedian? Yeah. Why am I a comedian? <laughs> why are you good at like all these things? Like you just like took a. Because none of those things make money. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. And I also like. I mean, you know me well enough to know that like I really don't have anxiety about physical danger, but I do having. I have social anxiety, and I'm on Zoloft, mm -hmm. just like Andrew. Clap. Yeah. Um. High five. Uh, I have social anxiety, and so stand-up scared the shit out of me. Like, all those physical sports stuff, like, it didn't and really And you like things me. that scare you and give you an adrenaline rush when you do them. Yeah. And that's, you have more of adrenaline rush doing comedy. I, I agree. We got to get to today's segment on Wednesday's show. We are doing a special one with Pete Lee. We chose a segment called The Blankest Thing, and that is where we do, we pick a word and we have to share a story of the blankest thing we've ever done or ever seen or whatever. And today's uh, in honor of Pete Lee, today's blankest thing, what is the, what's the fill in the blank, Noah, in honor of Pete? In honor of Pete, the most people-pleasing thing I've ever done. The people-pleasingest thing you've ever done. Because oh. Pete, yeah, that's I mean, that's a big part of who you are uh, is pleasing people. It's like, yeah, I mean, I it's my my weakness in life. It's what I do. I mean, uh, I could I'm going to make a little list and then I'm going to get to one that I think is really great. Uh, every handshake in covid like, you know, when like somebody comes up and they're obviously a Republican <laughs> and they, they were like, shake my I'm still shaking hands like yeah, every, and their nose is hanging out of their mask and all that shit. Yes. Yeah. Every single one of those. Um, If I if I start an Instagram story series like I start and it's going like I have to watch the whole thing like I remember one time you're scared that they might think you're bored with them 
Yeah. Or just like, I, I know that the algorithm would, would be like, okay, maybe like, I know it helps their algorithm. You don't want to make the algorithm mad. Yeah. What are I you literally want to people please the Instagram algorithm. That and- just seems like OCD <laughs> is more than people pleasing. I understand watching someone's story cause you don't want them to see you drop off and think that you're mad at them because their story wasn't good. I sometimes need to let people know, like you do not deserve me to, you need to know that this is where I, you lost me. Yeah. And like do better. That's what like literally you're the you're that's the, honest. You're like the photo negative of how I feel about it. You'll be like, yeah, I'll watch your guy's story and just fall off after one. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Like, no, you, know, you need to send a message. I'm not. Sometimes I do that manipulatively to be like, I don't care about you, boy. I like and think about too much. But if someone's stories suck, I will fall off with no problem because that happens to me with my friends. And I go, OK, that's where I was. You got don't go that far. You know, like you yeah. got to you get information when people are on honest with you yeah and um yeah it's it's one of the my least favorite things about uh myself and others is the people pleasing and is it something that you you're trying to stop or do you Um, you, is it something that you can't it's something that i try to stop and i i actively on a daily basis have to go no like i uh, like i pete don't do that or um i have to decide that in the moment when i'm agreeing to something that like I'm agreeing to do this because I want to do it, not because I'm people pleasing. Um, yeah. like, like an example of it today would be, you know, last night Noah was like, hey, we're going to podcast at 8.20 a.m. And my brain was like, fuck it. I don't want to wake up really early and podcast like it's morning radio. And then I was like, no, this is great. I'm going to get to connect with you guys. Uh, like, this is for me. Like, we're going to be able to plug. I'm so sorry I was late. And no. then you just woke up and sat around. I'm really sorry, Pete. But I honestly, I went to, I have this neighbor, Jack. Uh, he's uh, this old pro surfer that lives right behind me. And we went to the point and had coffee together. It was like, awesome. Okay, good. So like, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. And are you people pleasing? Are you being honest with me that it wasn't annoying that I was late? Cause I can take it. There was a second where I was like, motherfucker, I woke up at seven 30 okay, and then I went and had coffee <laughs> with Jack and it was fine. Like, but okay, well but, that's nice. But like, what's the truth there? Like, is the truth that like, that like I was super put out and the worst thing in the world is to wake up at seven 30, you know, like, and I, or is the truth like, ah, oh, I woke up a little early. Um, you guys were running behind. I got to go have coffee with Jack and like now we're having fun and everything's great. So it's like, right. I've been reading this yeah. book called how to do the work. And um, one of the things in there is that, like, like with people pleasing, there's like an, there's like an ego statement where you can be like, I'm the victim. This is really bad. Uh, like the whole world is against me and that's why I'm doing this. Or you can think about, what you're doing for yourself in that moment like why saying yes to that is a good thing and then yeah why this will why you're doing it i do that all the time the other day i was doing a thing that i was like why the fuck did i agree this my day is so long i'm not making money from this this project isn't going to be something that i even want to be on like necessarily be on i was doing i don't know how i got sucked it like I was just it when he I got asked I was in like a state of like yes or something and then it got to it and I go I'm doing it because I'm helping out a friend I'm doing something that is beneath me I don't have time for but I'm doing it because I want to be of service to a friend that needs if I support him on this thing it might better his life because mm-hmm. he asked me to and it was just like oh I'm doing this to get outside my to do something for someone else that is nothing I'm not doing it for me for someone else and it was like okay suddenly this thing that I resent is like a good deed yeah um and i can live with it a little bit easier mm-hmm. yeah and resent it less are you talking about ben's party that you hosted ben's no. party <laughs> no that that also 
also was like I was mad because I was like I didn't even have to go to this party that early I thought I was co-hosting it that just meant I was paying for it, it I didn't need to be there I, I was paying for a lot of it so I could have showed up whenever but then I go because I got there early I got to talk to Jeremiah Watkins I got to talk to James Domian I got to like all these things happened and I, I just accepted it um but people pleasing I gotta be honest it's one of the most least attractive qualities in friends and uh potential partners when I see it happening because especially with boyfriends because you get comfortable enough in a relationship sometimes that your boyfriend will not care about people pleasing you anymore like that's how they got you and you're like oh my mm-hmm. god I love this and then they get comfortable enough that they just do it to everyone else they take care of everyone else in a way that's like is she your, is this the valet your girlfriend like why do you have to uh, take care of his needs I'm mad at you right now but you're being nice to the valet in a way that's like the you know or the waiter it's like and that's I start to resent it because I go it wasn't even sincere when it was happening to me because this person does it everywhere and and it's honestly it means you have low self-esteem because why you're doing it is not because you want to put good out in the world and make everyone happy maybe that's a little bit you want them to think well of you yeah you want them to like you because you don't have enough self-esteem so you need to get your esteem from the fact that other people like you and if you had self-esteem it doesn't mean you go through life and you don't do anything for anyone else you do esteemable acts for people to be a good person put good out in the planet but you do, it's not motivated by i hope they like me yeah. yeah yeah i mean you're right and i i'm actively trying to work on that like literally every day and it sucks because uh, there there are so many times where just the game slows down for me on a daily basis where it would be quick for other people where they would just go, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do that. And I have to like take a breath and think about what I want to do and then give the answer. And then do an usher joke. And do an usher joke. Flat. Yeah. I mean, and, no. it, it and even if it fell flat, we're here for you. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not going to leave you, Pete. And it, There's a book called The Courage to Be Disliked that mm-hmm. I think you might like because it's wrapped around in that it takes courage to be disliked, which is something you... Like it, it makes you uncomfortable the same way stand up does. Like mm-hmm. maybe go into that fear of like maybe someone I don't like might not like me. Cause that's the thing. When I see people pleasing other people where I go, you don't even like that person. Uh, why do you care if they like you? Like, and I did that the other night. To, like, there's a comedian I do not like, and I like hugged him because I hate him so much. I didn't want him to know I hated him. So I went the opposite way, and I go, Why am I hugging this person? So that was my recent, like, the most people pleasing thing I did. But m- for me, my most people pleasing thing is having sex with someone who, um, in the middle of it, I just like don't want it to be happening. But this person I'm in a relationship with, or whatever kind of relationship and it's time to have sex that's the point and and i was kind of into it at first and now it's happening and i like do not want this person in me i don't want to be with them and and this happens during dinners too if i go to a dinner with someone and i'm like a first date where i'm like i sit down i'm like i'm not into this guy this person is like getting my attention and my time and i don't want to be here but i'm staying because i'm too scared to be rude and it feels like i'm raping myself it it honestly is like such a betrayal to myself that it fills me with such self-loathing and hatred to abandon myself that way so that's what when i don't stop sexual encounters or sexual things from happening while they're happening even though it was consensual and everything the second i don't enjoy it and i keep letting it happen i just that's the most people pleasing thing but it's so hard to tell a person i we have to stop having sex i don't i am disgusted by you right now i mean like what do you say it's, it's very hard yeah, I mean that seems like a, an extremely important one. <laughs> it's, but I'll tell you, I so many people are listening right now that know ex- men and women who know exactly what I'm talking about. In the middle of it, you're just like, no, and you just go through with it because you already started. 
And the thing is, you don't. I've told a man to get out of me. And it ended our relationship, but it, w- it needed to be ended. And it was really awkward, but I was like, I just, I, I don't want this. And you need to get out of me right now. Like right now it has to end or it's going to start feeling like I'm, I'm raping myself with you. Yeah. Uh, Pete, what is your most people pleasing thing? Um, right. I mean, it's kind of something that's going on in my life right now. Um, and I, I do think, just like I said before, there's things that benefit me and then there's a way that I'm people pleasing. So I am uh, recently single. Uh, but I'm keeping the parrot, which is her parrot. And um, uh, in the relationship, she wanted to get a parrot. Like she wanted to get a parrot, like a brand new parrot. And I was like, you have a parrot down in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. So I went down and I rescued this parrot who was dying because she's plucking her feathers out because she was lonely. And I, I but oh, and I brought like and I brought her up to California. And I knew that when I brought her up here that I was making a decision that she's she's my responsibility. Like like I like this is technically my ex's bird, but she's my responsibility. And it all started with me going, I don't want to get a bird. Like I don't I do not want to get a bird. I don't want to have a pet. I don't want to have that responsibility. But as soon as I made the decision that I was going to get this bird, I knew that it was on me. So now we're broken up. I'm keeping the bird and this bird is going to live to be 90 years old. So like I'm yeah. gonna have to make a will for this bird, yeah. and I, yep. like I so I would say that this is like an example of of like I people pleased initially in this situation to get the, your girlfriend a thing that would make her feel better and that she wanted yeah and, and then, now you've yeah. decided to do something for yourself by keeping the bird yeah uh, and the bird is yeah. so awesome like this bird uh, she learns words and whatever dialect or voice that she learns what kind of bird is it she's an african gray parrot oh wow those Uh, are the most talky ones yeah she wakes me up do you guys want to go see her i'd have to unplug i'm obsessed with birds yeah can i as you know can i take you in there to see her i'll have to unplug the good sound and it'll be just my computer you don't even have to ask just do it pete Take us on a little trip. I really I'm obsessed with parrots. I forgot you had one. I would have come visit you and hung out with you so much sooner. <laughs> yeah, come to the house, Nikki. I live on the fucking ocean. You keep asking me and I say no because I'm not trying to people please. And I just oh, uh, hello. She's so Alex. cute. Her Did you get her Rogaine? What's going on? Why her feathers are coming back? Yeah, so her feathers were all plucked out. Hi, and now sweetie. They're, and now they're coming back. Um, What's her name? Alex. Hi, Alex. Yeah. Oh, you're a cutie booty. Yeah. Hi. Oh, Alex, are you making a new friend? Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. I love her. Yeah, she's absolutely amazing. Hi. So, Nikki, she wakes me up every single morning, but in my voice, going, Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 As soon as the sun comes no up. No wonder your girlfriend didn't want your ex girlfriend didn't want it. Yeah, right. She has to wake up to you every morning the rest of her life. Yeah. With, Hi. My, with Hi. my fucking CPAP. Uh yeah. Oh yeah, does so, that's so, so that's she so wants to open up this window that looks out into like onto this palm tree and yeah. uh, in the pool area. And so as soon as as soon as the sun comes up, um, and she sees it through the curtains. She wants me to open up the curtains. So she's. Do you put a, a blanket over her cage though, a sheet? Um, she doesn't like that. Anytime her cage is oh. covered, she like like she literally freaks out, and it sounds like like a cage. Does of- she bite? She- like if I come over, can I hold her, and she won't rip off my finger? Um, she mm. um she won't bite you if I get her out of the cage first. 
like okay but, but she'll um she she's like a real sweetie um uh i'm obsessed with parrots yeah alex is like she's like the best best bird and so like this is an example of of like i totally people pleased in the beginning but now like i love her and she's like my right. little best friend she's yep the best andrew what about you what is your most people pleasing moment Pretending like you um, were interested in Pete's bird. That's <laughs> definitely top five for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I really. Wow, that bird's cool, dude. Yeah, I um, know. I love parrots. No, I want to no, get one so bad. I seriously do. This is my living room, and it like literally open like all these open up, and it becomes a deck, and then it looks out on the ocean. It's great. Well, Wait. that'd be great if our podcast was video. Um, oh, it's not. <laughs> A lot of this, a lot of this podcast has been visual. <laughs> We're like explaining frog skin, the bird. Well, I was trying to explain the like sexual 20, positions because yeah, no, I'm a, a really radio professional. <laughs> you did a good job. I couldn't do it. Uh, Andrew, what's your most, the pe- most people pleasing? The most like when I look back, just like the moments when I would be at a comedy club hanging out and just being a fake person by hoping people would like me. I just have so many like moments in my head of like being fake and being like, oh, wow, you're so funny up there. You're great. Oh, my God. Wow. And I put on this personality and I don't even know who this is. I hate Oh, my God. When that guy comes out, I want to fucking. Oh, well, he hasn't come out in a long time. But a lot of oh, it has no, to do that guy with comes success. out sometimes when you get like really excited about a new like a uh, famous person or like a sports like it's like <laughs> that th- that comes out. I guess but I'll that's just, just agree enthusiasm. With you. I'll I just think... agree with you right now. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what you mean about like just sucking up to comics who might be oh, able to. It's that, just when you're such just, like, like a... I, I just it's so nice. I was so to much be... cooler before comedy. Like before, like I when I wasn't trying to get anything, I was cooler. Like I was just like, but, but then again, you there were trying a lot to get like laid back in the day, and oh, I guess you really weren't. Not really. But, but, like you were trying to get guy <laughs> friends and like have like the jocks like you, and like you probably had that demeanor with them. No, I did, but I never had these thoughts of like I hope this guy likes. Me. I never. I feel like comedy brings that out in us where we're like I hope this guy who's better or has more followers likes me. I don't think like, oh, this guy has more money. I hope he likes me. I just never really thought like that. I really didn't. Yeah. I just kind of just really- went through life being a disaster. And if you stuck on, you're probably my good friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just like did whatever the fuck I wanted in a way. And if um, someone doesn't like you, that's better than like if they don't care almost. Like if mm. someone doesn't like you, you should take that as like there's energy going into that. But if they... They don't even know. Most of the time, you think someone doesn't like you. They don't think about you at all, and also, that's almost people worse. Are making a, people are making a choice. The same guy that's like, "Hey, uh, like me, like me." The same guy is like cool and in the corner. It's a choice, and it's the same kind of choice. Mm, yeah, and you actually get tend, yeah, you get people to pay attention to you by being. But a you also asshole. think like, who is myself? Isn't myself the person that wants people to like me? Like, so wait, how do I be myself? You know, it's it's always kind of fraught. Final thought, um, Pete, you have a special coming out on Showtime July 9th, tall, oh, yeah. dark, and pleasant. What kind of what kind of stuff are we going to see in the special from you that we haven't before? Why are you exceptionally proud of this one? Because, I mean, if you haven't, if you don't know Pete Lee, he's uh, killed on The Tonight Show. How many times have you done it? Seven or six eight? Six or seven. Uh, six times. Yeah, I've done it six times. And, like, I... I um, 
I think people should watch this because it's literally like my greatest hits, like the current, like up until the special, my favorite stuff that I was doing at that moment, uh, like the stuff that kills the hardest. And I wasn't worried at all about having anything left in the tank, like to tour with afterwards. So I filmed it on February 25th. Because you weren't going on tour. I wasn't. It was COVID. Yeah, I wasn't going on tour. So you were like, I'm I, ready to burn it all. I, just burn it all, burn Let's it all down. Over. And so, like, I'm really And proud the parrot was tired of hearing it. Yeah, the parrot was like, <laughs> she was like, ah. Um, <laughs> that's your closer. Yeah. Can I tell you one of my favorite things that she says, sidebar? She goes, she goes, yes. ah, shit. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, my but bird no, I mean, one time, my bird, my parakeet kiwi, uh, when I was in high school, he would just he would just go like kiwi, bird, kiwi, and he would do like sounds. And one time we heard him go, oh, kiwi, kiwi, good bird, kiwi. Mom, I hate my fucking middle name, kiwi, good bird, kiwi. And we are we go. Why did he just say, I, Mom, I hate my fucking middle name in my voice? Because I don't hate my middle name. I do t- I do scream like that at my mom probably sometime. But we, me and my friend Huffy both heard it. We go. Did he just say, Mom, I hate my fucking middle name in the middle of a bunch of different things? It was so funny. I was like, I guess, I guess I've said that before. Oh, I hate my fucking middle name. I hate- <laughs> That's so it's funny. such a long thing for a bird, to, especially when everything else is just repeated. Like, yeah, did just he like, ever do another bird. long sentence? Kiwi, Mom, I hate my fucking middle name. It was just like, what? <laughs> It, it just it came up and it was never repeated. I love that. No, it was like we, but I had a witness and my friend Huffy was like, yes, he said that. Um, but the special, uh, yeah, it's, it's your greatest. I mean, Pete is so hilarious. You're going to love this special. Make sure you watch it. Uh, Showtime, if you have that, and then it'll be on streaming. Like you'll be able to find it streaming, but July 9th is when it will air on Showtime. Um, I'm assuming you're going out on the road. Yeah, I'm going out on the road. So from basically February 26th until now, I've written a new hour. So I, I like I, I literally felt like you after you did banging where you would you'd go on social media and be like, I have a new hour. I'm touring with it. And I remember thinking like, that's impossible. How the fuck does she have a new hour already? And I have a new hour ready. And it's like yes. it's I've already been going out on the road. It's been killing. I've been tuning it up at clubs. And you uh, have it like beginning, middle, end. You know exactly the order and everything. Uh yeah. Um, I mean, Jesus, I'm, I'm, Pete. I'm. You work in a different way than I do. Well, God, you must have been a skier at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm open. Like I'm still writing, and I'm gonna be like replacing and you know getting things that like you know. Here's my test of a good bit is when you get when. You you start going into it and you go, oh, this three minutes is going to be easy. Like, you know? Yes. Yeah. Or you just go, I'm just going to put it. Autopilot. Like a, yeah. Yeah. I don't have it's, to work for this three minutes because this is going to be good. And uh, I just know it works. It's just a safe space. I don't have to think. I Yeah, definitely. Cruise control. Love it. Yeah. And I, I got to say, like, and I mean, I don't want to put down uh, tall, dark and pleasant, um, but uh that's the, this is going to be again. The, it's not visual. It's not oh, visual. That's true. All right. Yeah. He's again. He's showing us a picture on his phone. It's like it's Pete's first podcast. Everyone hang in there with him as we approach the end of the show. He's just figuring the, out that you guys aren't all watching live on Zoom. Like we're some like 
the Frasier reunion for my for, script read through for our for next charity. segment. How many fingers am I holding up? How <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want everyone to guess at home. Seriously, guess how many fingers yeah, Pete's hold holding up. up before we leave. And if you get it right, you're going to have a great day, okay? One through so, five. One through five. One through, one through five. five. Make a guess. And if you get it right, you're going to have a great day. The answer is a four. If you yes. guess four, you're going to have a great day and all your dreams will come true today. And you like it's going to happen. If you didn't guess four, fucking drive carefully. Yeah. And if you think that was fun, watch Tall, Dark and Pleasant on Showtime July 9th. Definitely or just listen watch to it. it. Or just, just listen to it. <laughs> Well, listen to it on mute and then listen to this podcast over it and it will sync up perfectly. You play this backwards uh, in slow motion and it will sync up perfectly with Tall, Dark, and Pleasant <laughs> muted. Actually, play Usher's album backwards and you'll hear Pete's special. Uh, Pete Lee, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, and maybe I will come see your bird tonight. I'm in town one more night. Um, love having you on the podcast. Uh, thank you, Noah. Thank you, Andrew. So sorry I was late today. I'm going to go record the top of the show, which you already heard. Uh, isn't that weird? Um, and we'll see you tomorrow, besties. Keep looking for fashion eggs. And I love you so much. Thanks for listening to the show. Get your friends into it. And uh, yeah, see you tomorrow for Thursday's episode. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 